morning and happy Friday. And welcome to the Your Harrogate podcast, sponsored by Hacks with me, Nick Hancock. And how lovely that actually we've reached a point in our lives when we are doing things again at the weekend. You can legitimately say to people today, oh, what are you doing this weekend? And you will hear some interesting answers of the places that people are going to for eating outdoors or catching up with friends and family or going shopping, going buying things this weekend. So whatever you're up to, hope you have a fabulous time. I trust you will be listening to your Harrogate on the radio as much as you can all this weekend. Highlights include Will Smith, Saturday morning at 10. And, well, not a highlight, but you have to put up with it. I'll be here Sunday morning at 10 on your Harrogate. And you can listen online, yourharrogate.co.uk. You can listen on our app. Just go to the App Store, hit install, and you can listen on your smart speaker as well. So on with our podcast today, and she's the chief exec of Harrogate International Festivals and knows exactly what is going on around Harrogate this week. Please welcome on Zoom, Sharon Cannaval. Good morning, Sharon. And first of all, we've got some uh, frequently asked questions from the Crime Writing Festival. Beacons <laughs> uh, on Cuda Crime Writing Festival, thank you, Nick. But yes, we have indeed. <laughs> Long live the sponsor. Um, you yeah. tell me what's going on and I'll ask some good questions. <laughs> so, events, the, you know, we've got a roadmap out of this. Hospitality's open and hasn't been nice being able to have a drink outside and see friends legally and all of that. So, you know, all of us in the events sector who typically take place festivals in July and August and lots of us, we're kind of planning with a hope that we'll be able to deliver, but we all believe that there's going to be some sort of restrictions. Track and trace will undoubtedly still exist because it will in hospitality, and that's a big part of being together. Um, it maybe there's still going to be some distancing, but we don't know what we don't know. So we put some frequently asked questions out yesterday on, on the festival website, mainly for the Beeson's Crime Festival to explain, look, when you come, it could still be table service. So we need to know how many people are going to be on the space. So therefore, if you're going to put your bomb on a space, I want to have a space for it. Otherwise, you cannot get a drink. And then the practicalities of we also need to count you because if 500 people go into an event and then everyone comes and sits in the bar and people come back out of the event again, have got nowhere to sit. It, it, we, we then end up over capacity based on the space. So we've just got to be able to manage it. And we're not trying to, you know, hunt you down and sort your movements. And it's not money making because actually this is about have we got enough moves practically to cope with all these people? So please register. And then of course, there's going to be a nominal fee, you know, of coming on site and, making it work so there's all these you know and never read a jolly poor marks and spencers but i read a facebook group thread about this last night that was you know full of pretty measured people but then those people go it's outrageous how dare they do that i'm not going anyway but i'm going to totally have an opinion on it you know (laughs) (laughs) or you know well they've totally shot themselves in the foot here what by making it safe and following the guidance that the government have set so we can actually have something so it's I, I not knowing not knowing the full not knowing the full sort of ins and outs of it all, is it are there lots of different points when sort of capacity numbers could potentially change during this roadmap then? Yeah, so I mean I think the difficulty is that the roadmap has been treated as gold and that you know, 21st of June, all bets are off, nightclubs are open, off we go. But if you read the small print, it's that they're still um, you know, it's all subject to review. 
and uh but so most people are sort of working to and this is what we're doing but if we get to indoor hospitality opening on the 17th of may events can take place and there's, there's but there's still limits so you can't put the same amount of people in the same sort of space you used to be able to so about 50 percent of capacity but then that 50 percent of capacity has to be negated by either masks or you've still got to keep your two meters so most people still delivering in July are thinking, actually, let's work to May and have a look. Because otherwise, if you oversell, then you've either got to you know, give a load of money back or it becomes unviable. So the big challenge for the events industry and the sector at the moment is, yeah, we might be able to open, but if there's still this mitigation thing around masks and distancing, it means that it's not viable, financially viable. So it could be safe, but you can only have two and a half people in a room. So it's not going to pay for the cost of, you know, the entertainment on stage. For you feel sorry for the half a person in the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, there's an Excel spreadsheet. So I should say the local authorities have been really helpful, but um, North Yorkshire have got spreadsheets. So you fill all your details in and then it says take an extra. So, of you know, your meterage and then this gives you two meter work. And then it's knock an extra 20% off for good faith in emergencies. <laughs> that's when you're like, no, that's just half a person in the room. The tricky bit for, for sort of June the twenty first and beyond as well is is the um, the, the the COVID passport um, has been. I mean, as as I sit here today, and of course it could all change by the time this goes out. But yeah. the the, uh, the sort of effort into that has been, I think, at best half hearted, hasn't it? To be honest, and, uh, oh, and they, I've been yeah. to a few places where I've not been asked to check in, and and then yeah. I've spoken to and other they, people who find it really abusive, but they don't, so they just pretend to take a picture. Yeah. on the camera you know so there's all the trial what was it the football the fa cup was supposed to be the trial wasn't it and and that's now not going to be um they've sent michael gove somewhere i think probably just to send michael gove somewhere but he's gone to another country to look at it and stuff but obviously if if you were going to launch something in two months time um it would be ready to go now, you know, and obviously you, um, you know, no, no criticism whatsoever of the vaccine rollout, which has been, which has been amazing. Yeah. And it's been all systems go. Whereas we're back with the, with the idea of the, the passport thing in kind of wishy-washy territory where, yeah, kick the can down. I think it's difficult because they sort of threw it in the mix and then, I don't know whether it's just like a UK thing, but people hate people knowing where they are and what's going on. You know, and I totally understand that about, you know, a bit of privacy and, and, and that kind of thing. But I suspect it's also a bit of worry that as we open up, if they do happen to have been sat next to someone or not, you know, there's examples of people being sat in cars next to each other who got caught by track and trace. And they would, you know, they never even breathed on each other because they just saw each other through windows but are still being you know pulled out so I think there's a worry there that actually if I do get told to isolate you know what money could I lose for my job could I lose my job there's all of those concerns too but the so they've got the events research program which is in Liverpool and that's all the different events which they're going to be testing in May which is quite late to see what impact it has of uh, you know of the spread so by the time they get that research out, it's with the best will in the world, you know, and God bless the vaccine program and the NHS for making that happen. But to get some events research done throughout May to be ready for dissemination and delivery on the 21st of June, um, I'm doubtful. And as I say, a lot of the events industry are Boomtown cancelled yesterday. I don't think you saw it was in all the press. Mm. Um, you know, they have 70,000 on site. It's a massive beast of an event. But because there isn't any, um, there's no insurance, for what if this 
what if we can't go ahead and the government doesn't release? But also because there's no clarity on the guidance. And I think, I do think by the 17th of May, you know, unless there's a massive uptick in kind of cases and deaths again, there'd be absolute disarray and campaigning that if hospitality couldn't open properly. Yeah. So, but I don't know whether that then extends to the 21st of June if people feel they've got half of their life back. Is that enough or do we need events to come back? I mean, everything's about keeping everybody safe, but for those that are trying to deliver in July and to the great general public who have an opinion that 21st is good to go, I think they're seeing it as being a really, um, there's less clarity about the safety and the thing, hoops we have to jump through rather than it looking like a money-making exercise, which, man alive, I wish it was right now after the last 12 months, but, you know. I think, I mean, the truth is, the truth is as well, it is, it's, and, and you can't really say this as a as a as a sort of um, as a politician or as a leader, but the truth is, it's it's unknown yet. Don't yeah. know the situation could be exceedingly positive um, in a couple of months' time, and, and a lot of things could quickly change. But but the truth is, you know, a view will be taken. I think I think it, I've got to say, I think it is a little bit naughty to kind of some of these things are. I've just sort of dropped in to see what to see what people think, and unfortunately, as well, I think. I mean, I think you've got some opinion formers who um, have a view. You know, they just have a view, not really based on what's gonna what's gonna get things moving. It's a view based on, oh, we don't need that. That's faff, you know. And it's and it's um, sometimes these things sort of probably need to be put into more more sensible hands, really, to to sort out. To be honest, when you when you when you hear something being talked about that is that would come in 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 you know a matter of weeks time, and there's no detail on it, and you think, right, well, you know, this idea that you need a you need a a passport to go to a nightclub yeah right well when in the week do i need to have got that and and how long is it is it up to date for and can you imagine being out in town on the raz <laughs> have, have you got your have you got your well i've got i haven't got mine oh can you let us in anyway <laughs> i mean i don't know sharon if um uh, we're about the same age i don't know if you uh, remember that there seemed to in the 90s when i started going out it, I'm ashamed to say it was quite easy to get hold of a fake ID back then, and uh, and that's exactly what I had in my head. It feels like it's a like someone doing deals down the back of Union Street to give you a, a kosher passport to get it's into. It's a bit of a blur. It's just a bit of a blur, isn't it? And I think, and I think the um, I don't know. We're, it, it's, it's so interesting people's reaction to all of this because we are it, like the holiday thing is so interesting because we all live, or, or, or the majority of Brits. We just live for our time off. We live yeah. for our holidays, don't we? And that is like, we are absolutely conditioned to have two weeks in summer. Here, another week there. And this idea that, that well, we can't go there, right? So we'll just book everything else and it's just go, go, go. And it's, yeah, we're, um, you know, we're crackers really, aren't we, to be honest? But it's- I think that's, the, I think the biggest thing is, is that, and we've talked about this before, about all the niceness of the first lockdown is completely, you know, foxtrot Oscars. Uh, there's a whole you know there's a there's not a lot of love left and that totally comes across in you know how people have been treated working in hospitality right now about uh, it's my right to have a drink and why should I have to wear my mask and and actually I don't want us to take two steps forward or one step back let's keep going and let's keep each other safe and I'm not some kind of mask fascist you must wear it all the time you know I'm, there's loads of times where I'm like oh blind I've forgotten it or dash you know all of that kind of stuff but equally 
I want us to open up. I want us to open up safely and let's try and get back to normal because I think people will start to feel a little bit better about it. Although I have to say, I will be missing my sunshine holiday if that doesn't happen. I have booked a yurt in June. And have you? If you know any of my, I'm a lotions and potions girl and like nice hotels. So the fact I'm in a yurt and there's chickens oh. and pigs, I'm like in total distress currently. <laughs> how, many, how many nights in a year? How many nights in a year? Uh, only a solid two nights. It's a weekend because we were going to go uh, to Centre Parks. Yeah. And when we, it was clearly a weekend no one wanted because it was vaguely affordable if you shared it with another family. Um, and and like over 24 hours, it suddenly went up to like £12,000 or something. <laughs> so the only one that left was like a really flash lodge with, with all the trimmings. Like that is just, like, that's why we've now gone back to a year, which is about yeah. you know, 100 quid. I like that. Well, I think, you know, I mean, this is the other thing about the relationship with holidays. People will do anything to get away still. So, you know, if it's a caravan in Grassington, do you know what I mean? People, yeah. Because you know I mean? I'm on holiday and it's just, it's just sort of, I mean, it's just sort of been, been drummed into, it's just life, isn't it? You, you, you work to, to live you don't want to be at work you want to be on holiday and that and that's yeah. it. and i think and i think that's probably a bit of the i think that's probably a bit of the mindset on this kind of the passport idea and stuff the fact that people you know really don't associate um they don't and i know from talking to you know the restaurants and the hotels they've got this real difficult balance of people go out to enjoy themselves and people yeah. don't want to feel like they're they want it. It's free time, isn't it? You want to feel like you're free. You know, you come and go as you please, and that that's a big that's a big part of it as well. What I find interesting about the whole thing is that this is going on around the world. Yet, you know, it doesn't really feel like. I mean, I've I've not seen any reports. I'm sure if it had happened, it, the press office would have put it out. There've been no sort of Zoom calls of all the world leaders like sharing ideas that work or anything. You would have thought, wouldn't you, that there would have been a bit more sort of best practice shared on some of this stuff, really. I think some of it is about the pol the political situation that we found ourselves in over the last three or four year years. I mean, you look at America and their whole approach to vaccines and how it's gone to, you know, a governor level. So it's really disparate between, you know, can you imagine that West Yorkshire has one set of rules and North Yorkshire has another? I mean, it's a totally different scale, but it, that's, you know, a similar thing. And then um, kind of people denying the scale of it. Uh, I, I firmly believe that, you know, we travel to Turkey a lot. We've got family out there. The numbers are being suppressed for a long, long time. And that's only just coming to fruition now because they've got a, a, a terrible... Um, it was announced last week, it's a really appalling rate and most deaths and like, all that kind of stuff. And then just looking at what's in, happening in India at the moment. So I think it's about the leaders in place at the time and the value they place on freedoms versus safety versus, you know, all of that kind of things. And, and also the socioeconomic, you know, populations they have within that country as well. It's And that's that whole thing about if this is a global pandemic, we need a global response. Sorry to go all, you know, political about it, but we do need to, if, you know, if we're going to stop and get rid of all these different, um, you know, variations that are coming through, we need to kind of stop it dead. Um, and we've had great experience in the world of that, doing that with other, you know, horrible viruses and illnesses. So this is exactly the time that we need to be working. And if you go back to, there was a great article about six months ago about everyone that worked together on the virus and all these big pharmaceutical companies who would normally be, you know, at loggerheads, yep. totally coming together to get us to where we needed to be. With, I think it was AstraZeneca at the time. Um, 
and saying this is how we're going to make this work and we need that sort of response now because i don't think the world can keep going backwards and forwards with lockdowns and and i think that's what everybody's so so scared of really aren't they and and actually um and actually that again there is there is a i think i mean i think it's it's a considerable um number of people who 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 are a bit scared of, of of coming out again still and and um uh, and then you've also got a generation of people, uh, my mum included, who don't believe in booking anything online, which uh, <laughs> is really actually quite limiting then to the pubs and restaurants you can go to when when you believe that online, oh, no, I can't do that because it's, it's online. Yeah. Right. No, no, totally. I mean, that's the thing as a whole, I mean, lots of people have become very kind of IT literate over the last 12 months, but... If it comes to part, you know, that's watching something, but if they have to choose to part with money or all of that stuff, but oh, no. you know, it's mad, isn't it? So where have you been anyway, on happy things, where have you been drinking? Well, actually, I um the the downside of my job is you go to everywhere and like you think, God, this looks great. And then I remember that um, you know, it's a Monday morning at eleven o'clock and probably a bit too early to be drinking. <laughs> but, um uh, I have booked to go tomorrow to Podville, which is the, uh, t- uh, to me, it looked, I-, I thought the West Park looked amazing because yeah. I've not seen that before behind with all the marquee stuff they've got. They've got, they've done a really nice job there. But I thought that Podville, for me, it looked the best one because it looked like it would be a bit of a festival. Have you seen it there? I haven't been up though. No, but I've seen all the aerial well, photos. Hard, hard to book, I think. So, so, so that's why I had to do a a, a weekday afternoon because I think it does get booked up. But you, you can go and not book in the middle. It's funny. Right. I had uh, Steph Moon on this morning talking about going out for a meal once it get gets past eight o'clock, and she was saying, "Best advice: wear two pairs of socks, take." A- <laughs> But that's all part of the fun, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like, no, honestly, we went out to Cold Bath on Saturday night with some mates of ours, and um, and we had tacos from next door, which was amazing. So it's just really, you know, easy and just, you know, on spec with the food, but obviously book the table. We honestly, we looked like we were going camping. We had, you know, dry robes, got all the rest of it, and actually, it was quite a mild bite on, you know. Um, yeah. I'm so cold, if you had a good spot under the burner, you were good to go. And I was thinking, God, I really hope I don't have to take my coat off because I'm wearing really rubbish stuff underneath yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> this is for warmth, not for style. And you know what Harrogate's like? Everyone would be like, blimey, she's rolled out of a field somewhere. Harrogate's quite built for all this outdoor stuff, though. Don't you think? I actually think it's, I mean, the, um, the Yorkshire Hotel and... Um, you know, West Park and seeing people sat outside Cafe yeah. Marconi. I actually think it's it is great. If only the weather was was good for it all the time, really. I'm honestly, I'm so pleased. This two weeks of opening. Can you imagine how miserable it would have been for them all if they'd just had kind of April showers and yeah. it, it been in like the weather of you know the UCI that when it was just non-stop for like ten days. But we've had a really good sunshiny period, and I think that's brought um, you know a bit of happiness out in everybody and. Man alive, they need to make some money back. They've been closed for so long, and I'm I'm chuffed a bit. You know, I was chatting to Simon, and they've done like a ton of chips on one day, and I've five hundred booked in on Saturday. You know, so there's big numbers out, and when you drive through town on a night time, you know, it's lovely to see everyone out just enjoying themselves and a little tiny bit of normality coming back. You know, 
I, yeah, I think that, I think it's it's um, and maybe that's something you know. One of the things of the last, like, say, six months, like certainly like November, December time, the fact that if you live in Harrogate and you, you know you're being asked to stay local, yeah. you can just have a wander about and see what's going on, and actually where you probably just wouldn't have done stuff. We've talked about this before, haven't we? Yeah. We probably wouldn't have done stuff like that so much before. Just going out and having a wander. There's a lot of life to see um, out there, to be honest. There is yeah, absolutely. a little alfresco season. And plus, you know, hopefully in May, uh, we'll be allowed to move indoors. <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> well, you know what? That's great. And if we get some sun in May and we have a really lovely sun, I mean, if we have a stonking summer, but, you know, just in terms of the sunshine and the weather being great, I don't think people will mind whether the outdoors will not necessarily happen. It's just, we want to be able to, I would say we should be able to use the straight. It's temporary. It's for a one-off, you know, our weather in England is never going to be that everyone's out there, you know, having a high society for six months of the year. It's just not going to be the case. So this year of all years, I'd totally, totally be advocating for that. Oh, God, wouldn't it be amazing? I'd love that. I think that's a great idea. It's a shame that, isn't it? I know. That, there's loads, that... oh, there's loads of cities, though, that have kind of designated an area. Mm. And it means it can be shared by anyone. So people can get takeaway food from any place and literally just go, in, you know, like a food court. But can you imagine, like, you know, really nice benches and tables and chairs, but some sort of food court on a bit of a street? It'd be amazing. Yeah, it would. I could not agree more. I'm going to have to go, Sharon, but it's been so nice to catch up. And um, I enjoyed I enjoyed the, um, the FAQs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh god everyone's gonna hate me i'll send you my price for this therapy session i'll send you <laughs> afterwards totally listen listen don't ask ridiculous questions if you if you don't want to end up being featured on our podcast that, <laughs> that is the, that's the bottom line here but, but it's from nick it's all it's all going on but i i um i think it's it's um it does take a lot of resilience to keep going with all this stuff when when you know you still don't know yeah what the future holds exactly it's been it's been a long old time of uh of madness really hasn't it to be honest yeah without a doubt and you know again we, we still sort of talked about this before the resilience everyone even the most resilient of people have found this last stretch hard so and people and it what's lovely is people ask oh it's really nice now a few things are open i'm like yeah you work in hospitality think about events yeah. but yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah it, we are where we are and you know onwards for uh, june and let's hope we get some uh you know some early guidance and we can go forward absolutely well lovely to see you thank you so much for your time and we'll see you very soon always a pleasure the what's hot guide with doorsdirect.co.uk for made-to-measure sliding wardrobe doors and interiors, visit doorsdirect.co.uk. Hello and welcome to another What's Hot Guide on the Your Harrogate podcast. Now, regular listeners will know this is a quick look at some upcoming events in the Harrogate district with events moving online, changing dates and being postponed all the time. Now, one event that will be going ahead as soon as this weekend is the Drive-In Cinema, which is heading back to Ripley Castle. Now, depending on when you're listening to this, you may still be able to book onto some films featuring tonight. That's Friday the 23rd of April. But don't worry if it's too short notice as there will be screenings over the whole of this weekend. I'll just reel off some of these films for you. They are family films. There are a few blockbusters and a few musicals in there as well. So tonight is Mamma Mia and Jurassic Park. Tomorrow, Saturday the 24th, will be E.T., Hairspray and Bohemian Rhapsody. And Sunday, that's the 25th of April, will be Jumanji, Back to the Future, Greece, and The Greatest Showman. So if you do want to find out a bit more about that, 
head to the What A Movie website, which is what-and-event.co.uk and click on the bit that says Ripley Castle. And that's it for this week's What's Hot Guide, but be sure to check out our website for more information on upcoming events. And if you've got an event you'd like us to shout about, just get in touch with us at yourharrogate.co.uk. The What's Hot Guide with doorsdirect.co.uk. For made-to-measure sliding wardrobe doors and interiors, visit doorsdirect.co.uk. Big thanks to Sharon. I think we covered just about everything we needed to there. The Your Harrogate podcast, sponsored by Hacks, is going to be back on Monday when we're going to be talking barbecues and asparagus for the bank holiday weekend. We've got everything crossed that next weekend is going to be a real gorgeous sunny one and not a typical British bank holiday weekend so stand by for that so it's Steph Moon superstar chef with us on Monday in the meantime thank you for listening have a brilliant weekend and stay safe